Valentine's Day, you know. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> it's right around the corner by the time we release this episode. I think it'll be two days away. By the time it'll be two days away. Anyway, anyway. So, today, we're talking about love and more. What are the other Ife, like my name? Mm-hmm. What are the mm-hmm. other um, languages, ladies? Uh, <laughs> is it if and I, if and I is okay. if and I, I love you. Well, Afrom Gnaya, yeah, I love you. Okay, all right. Yeah. Anyway, love. That's what we're talking about in this episode. Amor. <laughs> I know. Uh, and my, my lovely co-hosts, go, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah. Remind the people who you are. <laughs> in case they forgot. Um, <laughs> hi, everyone. My name is Ifeyoa. Hey, guys. This is Onyeka, a.k.a. Yeka Um. Aces. Wonderful. So... Ladies, it's just us this episode. We haven't had and Hamayo is not here. Aww. She's not with us right now. Um, but hopefully she'll be back next episode. So, ladies, on this episode we will be talking about love, like I said. And let's let's start off with what do what do you consider love to be? What's your definition of love? You know. Yo, I saw that question. <laughs> I know when, when. Okay, so guys, when if if I sent out the questions and then I just saw the f- number one, what do you consider love to be? <laughs> I was like, wow, fam, <laughs> chill, bro. like, damn, just chokehold right there, like, um, that's wow, that's a deep question. Like, okay, one word association. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a deep thought. Just be like. Like one word, okay. Let's let's simplify ah, it. Know, one word. That. Hey, people can't do one word. Me, I'll just I'll tell you what in my head what I use as the grounds for love, and y'all are gonna be like, "Gosh, you're such a church girl." But I think in so many ways, like to me, mm. whatever First Corinthians thirteen um, describes love as being mm. patient, being oh. kind, um, not being envious, not being puffed up, or like you know reckless. Mm. Um, or selfish, like like to me, all those things is how I actually think I see love. So I wouldn't think someone was loving to me if the person was, you know, not being patient, especially with me when, you know, I can have an attitude. Um, so yeah, I think for me, I would describe love as First Corinthians thirteen. I think it's four through eight, or yeah. That would be it for me. All right. I feel like we need to bring out that passage. And can you okay. please load it up I'm, I'm and coming. load it to us as okay. for next time? But if you are, yes. what's your, what's, what do you consider love to be? It can be a one word association. Yeah. So okay. actually, yeah, my one word would be depth. Um, mm. And because I was trying to think, I was like, oh, what is like, what do I consider love? And I was thinking like, 
the, okay, there's a definition I came across at the beginning of the year when I read Brene Brown's de- um, Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. Um, but before I came across that definition, like in my head, I always thought of love as being tested and tried. Um, mm. Whereas like, like, I always thought about it as like, you know, in passing or um, something on the surface, like attracts me to somebody and something about that person you know there's a yeah i like there's something that draws me to that person whereas love i've always considered as like people and not necessarily be due to length of time but like something happened that like fostered something deeper than like so the relationship like went beyond like so my one word would be death and then the definition i came across when i read Brene brown's book was um um we cultivate love when we allow like our most vulnerable and powerful selves to be seen to be deeply seen and known when we honor the spiritual connection that grows from that offering with trust respect kindness and affection and that Hmm. stood out to me because with love it's like because of the depth i can be vulnerable with that person i love but then Hmm. i can also share it the powerful aspects of who I am or like my weak and my strong sides, we can share that with each other. But then that relationship is, is, um, bolstered by feelings of like trust and there's respect and there's kindness, but there's also like affection. So, Hmm. yeah. Y'all are so deep. Sheesh. That's all. I use the Bible. If he's out here just spitting gems. (laughs) You bring it out uh, <laughs> I try, I try. So for me, I would say my one word association when I think about love is selflessness. Hmm. So in terms of like just giving of yourself, not only like material things, not only like, you know, doing things for someone, but like in in terms of like listening to someone or or putting yourself, putting someone that you love before yourself or like really just thinking about them and what will make them happy. Um, mm. That's what I, that's what I consider love to be. Mm. And yeah. Okay. So now we've talked about love, what we consider love to be. How do you show people you love them, ladies? How do you show your friends? How do you show your family? How do you show romantic interests that you love them? Mm. Yeah, these questions, if um, <laughs> like, well, you've got to explore now. You've got to explore to these questions. I know, but still, it's just like <laughs> thinking practically. How how do I show people that I love them? I think um, the biggest thing is, for me is the way that I act towards them. Mm. So, am I considerate towards you? Um, do I, you know, check up on you? And I'm not really a huge checkup on her. Um, do I feed you? Listen, I feel like if I feed you, I love you. Um, so that's a big one for me. Um, no, actually, if I make meat pie for you, let me be very specific. Yeah. If I make meat pie for you, mm-hmm. then I love you because the amount of work yep. is not here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, if I feed you, um, I think the way that I show people that I love them, um, is by listening 
to them. I think a lot of times in a lot of my friendships, um, I am on the end of just like listening a lot. Um, and that's something I pride myself on. I'm a great listener. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's definitely another way that I show people that I love them. Um, and shoot, listen, if I pray for you, like I'm on my two banded knees calling on heavens and the host of the angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's real. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> okay. And does how you show love to like, does it differ like friends, family, um, oh yeah I, th- I think so i think there's like some some things that are core aspects of myself so like listening um you know helping you fight for your dreams and all that type of stuff i think that's general across the board um but then like i think there are also levels to friendship especially for me um so there are people who i know that you know if i'm feeling some type of way i can text you and be like i'm about to have a nervous breakdown and I can be vulnerable with you in that way. Um, and so I think that that differs from friend to friend, honestly. And so I can, I can love a person, but I think there are certain levels to the love where it's like, like if it was, if anyone's talking about like the depth of the love, um, I think differs depending on the individual. So the depth of vulnerability that Oneka in a relationship has is different from the depth of, um, vulnerability, I think that Oneka has for, um, I don't know, just the, you know, the average f- friend. Yeah. Going back to the feeding people, for me, it's jello fries. Good. <laughs> Do you know how much time it takes to make jello fries? And then somebody I met, like, literally, we just met. And then when she found out I was Nigerian, she was like, oh, you have to make jello fries for me. If you see the way the tires in my head just, like, screeched <laughs> to a halt. <laughs> Like sis, we just missed. (laughs) Sorry, but no, sorry, I'm not making jello for you. Um, But yeah, how I show people I love them. For me, ah man, my heart is just showing up for people. Like I Mm. just, if you need me to be somewhere, I'm there. If you want, if you have some presentation, I'm there. If you are. if you are feeling some type of way and you want me to show up at your house, I'm there. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that I think has been hard for me because since college, like a lot of my friends, they're not local. So mm, girl. it's been hard for me to show love, especially I'm just like, ah, I really wish I was there. Because for mm-hmm. me, there's nothing, the best way I know how to show love to people is by being there um, mm-hmm. with them. Um, so since most of the people I love are not local, for me, a lot of times it's checking up on people. That's really what it comes down to. Like if somebody crosses my mind, like I'm sending you a text in that moment to like say, Hey, I haven't heard from you thinking of you. Um, and then, yeah, I, I'm just a big, I'm big on words. So, you know, always not missing the opportunity to tell people how I feel about them. That's also um, another way I show people that I love them. Um, with friends versus family, it, it's the same thing. Um, I think it's the same way. I It's a matter of... It's not so much what I do different as opposed to the level of... Mm. Like, <laughs> you know, how far I'll take it. Like with, you know, family, like my brother just moved states and like he's like going... To, I, I'm not there with him. So this, it comes back to it again. Like I'm not there with Where him. Where did he move to? 
I don't want to put his business. out there, but he just okay, okay. States. After recording, yeah, he just moved states for a job, but like I'm not there with him, so it's like over the phone, texting, like mm-hmm. okay, show me pictures, okay, send me the links, let me help you pick mm-hmm. this out. So it's it's for him, it's just like I'm just on call, like I'm yeah. Like, let me know, like I'm dropping everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's um, not so much. Yeah, because I show love the same way, friends or family. I think it's just a matter of like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Romance on call, Ew. Ah, yeah. I answered now, Kilode. <laughs> well, not really. You can ask further questions, ma. <laughs> All right. And you, Ife? <laughs> Oh, you know what? So, I mean, I can say, sorry, since you brought up romance, um, like, it's the same thing. It's it's showing up for that person. It's it's telling that person how I feel about them. Um, and I'm also a big, I'm not so much like, you know, we got to be rubbing up, up on each other on the train on the bus not not necessarily <laughs> that but i'm You're not like pda yeah i'm like we don't have to do all of that but like i am somebody who loves his touch like physical mm. touch so that's also one way like i show people I love them. It's like touching them hugging them you know rubbing their backs like holding their hand like for me that's another way like i show people so it's like across the board yeah mm. um so this is a fair for me. How I show love is that I am caring, and sometimes it can be. I I've been told like I'm like a mama bear, and it can be a little annoying. Um, I've been told so kind of really caring about like their life and their trajectory and you know, how they're mm-hmm. feeling and yeah. wanting to make people comfortable and just checking in and making sure that they're happy and stuff. And so for my family, because I I was away for a while and, you know, I grew up, I grew up in Nigeria, but I went away from college and I was away from, from them for so long. Whenever I see them, like how I showed up was, of course, checking in and calling however often I could. But when I then see them, it's like bringing them stuff. So like mm-hmm. buying them. I, and, and I'm not particularly, I wouldn't say I'm a good gift giver. I think I'd be practical. Like, tell mm. me what you want. Yes. And if it's within my power, I will get it. I got you. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't, I don't like to stress my brain. I'd be like, oh, and like, no, 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 no. Just give me a list and, you know, your list is my guiding, is, is, it will guide me to, to get you what you want. So, like, that's how I showed love to my family um, in the more recent past. Mm. And also, like, helping them with, like, assignments and projects and I think another of my love languages or like how I maybe not love language but like how I show people love is like helping them with like written stuff and essays and that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I did that for my friends, for my family. Um and which is a weird thing because like I personally don't particularly write like to write. But I like, you know, I will help people like, I enjoy yeah. the process of editing, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I will help people, like, mm-hmm. clarify their message and make stuff sharper and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I enjoy it, but it's also, like, tasking on the brain. So, like, I must love you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then for friends, it's, again, similar to you guys, kind of similar how I show love. Um, 
checking in, making sure that they're, they're fine and everything is going on well with them and showing up when I can. And similar to you. And for romantic interests, um, it's quite a, it's quite a desert, guys. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like a huge drought. Oh my god, it was a romantic pause. So special. Uh, but yeah, for romantic interests, it's that. But also, I'm a tactile person. So if you're why I feel like sometimes we're the same person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like like hugs, and it's so annoying because like so for example, when I went when I saw Rukayat, who's my 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 BFF mm. that I haven't seen in a while, I saw her last year, and I went to visit and all of that, and I wanted to hug her and stuff, and she was like, please, <laughs> <laughs> wow, and I was so and I was so crushed. I'm like, I, I haven't seen you so long, but can't can't I love up on you? And I, and I guess. Yeah, uh, man, that's so funny. Do you do, have you guys? Do you guys know that? Um, it's not. It's. A, I guess it's a meme, but from that Royco ad where the wife brings like a yes, tree and the man holds <laughs> up his hand like, please. I, I, I just imagine Ruka doing that. <laughs> that's like, exactly what she did to me, Ruka. I'm calling you out. But yeah, so that's that's my cue to find a a, a, a romantic interest that's able to. You know, yeah, hmm. we'll no, take next out time I see all of my tactile yeah. loving. We're gonna hug it out. Hug <laughs> it out. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. All right. From how you show love, mm. I guess it can be inferred that it's kind of the same way you like to receive love. But mm. is that is that the same? Is that different? Um, hmm. And what are your expectations from people? Like, what are your love expectations from people? love how do you like to be shown love is the question uh yeka o over here um are we gonna talk about should we talk about the love languages now like i guess this is the question yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so like okay. yeah it is the question so you can talk about like what you think how you think you like to be shown love then after you know i uh, know i know um so for me my my love languages, my two top love languages, one is acts of service and two is quality time. Um, and quality time always gets messed up somehow in that people always think of quality time as quantity time. And you're like, no, no, no. Like it could be two minutes of undivided attention. And that's like enough for me. Like I don't, you don't need to call me like one million times, but it needs to be like the one time that you call me, I recognize that like, I'm, I'm the only thing you're doing at that point in time. Um, so the ways that I definitely receive love is through acts of service. So little things like someone saying, Hey, um, I see you're struggling with this, you know, uh, piece of research. Let me, let me help you. Hey, Jesus. Like that's love. Um, or like, Man, I've had a a long day and I come home and like my friend is like, yo, I see you're tired. I just made you this meal. Hmm, Jesus. Um, or like just really, really little little things that like you you weren't asked to do it, but you chose to serve me in that way. Um, that's a really, really big thing for me. When it comes to the expectations I have of people to love me, I think my biggest thing is that you love me enough to find out, ask, or figure out what my love language is and then love me like that. 
Cause I think oftentimes, um, because we know how we want, how we, we want mm-hmm. to love people. We just yeah. love them like that with the expectation that they're going to receive that love. But it's like, mm-hmm. if someone, um, was touching me up and down the place, like, I'm not going <laughs> to receive love like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, is I that a sub, that. Is that a subtweet? No, sub- no. <laughs> hey, God, no. no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, personally speaking, like, physical touch is, like, not one of my love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually heard that, like, when you look at your love language and compare it to what you've seen your parents, that children oftentimes take the love language of their parents. I don't know how true that is, but in my case, it's so true. Um, so like to the whole touching and, or like gifts, like if you think giving me a gift in my head means that I, like, I think that that's love, then that's not right. Cause you can give me a gift and it's nice. And like, that's thoughtful of you, but I wouldn't, think that you gave me that gift because you loved me hmm. um so my biggest thing in my expectations of people who are my friends you know is that you find out what my love language is and love me like that Ooh, how i like to be shown love guys <laughs> Ooh, quality time man I come on you glory just, god oof, you were taking <laughs> words out of my mouth like it literally could be 30 seconds Like, but like, and I, it's hard for me to talk about because I did the five love languages quiz three years ago or four years ago. So I did it a while ago. Um, and when I did it, then it just, the way things just clicked, I was like, oh my God, this (laughs) makes so much sense. Cause I remember when I was in secondary school and like, even when I was 10, like one of my aunts said something to me and man, I remember to this day, um, in secondary school, like a teacher said something to me and it stayed with me. And one of my friends was like, Oh, just let it roll off your back. And I was like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. But I, I couldn't. And I, and I didn't know why. And then I did, took that quiz and I was like, oh my God, what's of affirmation is a big deal for me. So like, mm. you know, the flip side of affirming somebody is like, you know, not affirming them. And like when mm-hmm. those words for me, I, I, and it's not, it's not really about holding a grudge. It's just that, and maybe it is, but. It just stays with me for a long time. I just cannot forget it. Um, so it's the same thing. Like for me, I like being shown like people telling me how they feel and, mm. you know, saying what they mean, telling me like, okay. So this also happened. Like somebody said she didn't want me to do something, but it turned out she wanted me to do it. So like, I don't, I don't. I don't have the mental capacity to read between the lines. I'm just like, please just tell me what it is you want. And then I'll yeah. tell yeah. you. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I like being shown love through words, but I also love quality time. And that's actually something that's, oh God, this is becoming therapy, but it's not supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> but this is actually a point of contention between me and someone because it's, for me, the relationship, there hasn't been that much quality time spent. And I've been wrestling with, like... Oh, which mean, relationship? No, if it's good. Hey, Ife. If you please continue. Because I like this. Friendships are relationships, so just FYI. Friendships are really... I consider friendships to be relationships. They are, Um, they are. But yeah, but we just hadn't spent time. And like, sure, she's busy with other stuff. But I think that affected me because I'm like, 
I know you care when we spend time with each other. It doesn't have to be like every mm-hmm. day. It doesn't have to be three times a week, but like making that conscious effort to hang out. But then when we do hang out, I don't want your eyes drifting to, to, to the other <laughs> side of the room. There you are. <laughs> Yo. oh. I, for me, I'm just like, I just got for my birthday. I just, I had dinner with a friend that I really love and it was just the best time ever. And it was just like, she's looking at me. I'm, you know, I'm looking at her. It was just like, we're focused on each other. Like I'm listening to what she's saying. She's listening to me. So that's like, that's, yeah, I would say I like to be showing love through quality time and words of affirmation. Physical touches. Ah, man. It just sends tingles through my body. <laughs> she so said tingles. I got <laughs> hug everything. Gift, receiving gifts was the least for me. And... I think because I don't know, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> because sometimes I feel like I can give it to myself if I had the money. <laughs> Whereas, like I feel like I can't give quality time to myself. Well, <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> wow. it's not like I don't like receiving gifts. Like my the friend that I spent my birthday with, she gave me this like shea butter, which like God. <laughs> I know mm. I use it all the time, but it it was very thoughtful. Like it was like, uh, yeah. Anyways, but gosh, I'm rambling. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's me actually. That's it. Okay. So for me, um, how I like to be shown love. So my number one is acts of service. Mm. My number two is like. It's, but number two is between words of affirmation and quality time, but mm. I think it's words of affirmation mm. is like my number two because acts of service. I again, acts of service is one of the ways I show love. So like, mm. I really appreciate it when, for example, I live with my sister and she's so such a sweetie. Like mm. I do not like cooking, mm. and she cooks, and I'm very very grateful that she feeds mm. us. Orolua, thank you, darling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't like to do the dishes and I don't mind doing the dishes. So it's mm, a very that works out really symbiotic well. it's a very symbiotic relationship. Mm. Um and also words of affirmation, oh my god, say like I'm smart or like praise something I've done and I will just be praying like a cat. I'll just no. be like so yes, mm. I'm super into I'm super into words of affirmation. I just like gas, just gas me up, gas me up. Yeah. Just tell me I'm brilliant. I'm like yeah. you know, I I I've got this. I mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You edit so well. Yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> or like you know, like okay, well, this is tested and tried. Ife is a fantastic editor. Like mm-hmm. she edits like nobody's business. Like she edits oh, like, no. like she gets preening <laughs> like a cat. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I share a moment that happened to me a couple of months back? Um, Please do. So um, in in my lab, we have all these conversations about you know race relations and all this stuff. And my PI isn't American, so she she grew up in a relatively homogeneous society. Um, so she just didn't she didn't that? understand India, um, uh, and so she she didn't really. 
understand, you know, some of the racial and microaggressions and all that stuff. Like she, cause you know, she didn't care. She didn't have to care. Um, and so we were, we started talking, you know, and then we got to the issue of hair and, you know, then I started talking to her about my hair routine. So like, if you tell me to come and do something on a Saturday when it's hair day, like I'm not going, like, you know, that's the thing. So we had all these conversations and stuff, you know? And so one day we go out to get coffee and it's raining. We both have our umbrellas or whatever, but this it's pouring. And so I have my umbrella. She has her umbrella, but hers is really huge and I have a little baby umbrella. And so it's windy and it's pouring and my umbrella folds inside out. And without thinking, she just like dashed to my side and put the umbrella under my hair. And I was like, what's up? She was like, I didn't want your hair to get wet. Y'all, <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> I will never forget that moment in my life. And I think when I was talking crazy. about it, she was like, you're being a little dramatic about this. But I'm like, to me, like, that was such an act of service in the way that like, I recognize that you've been listening to me this whole time. And two, you just like, instinctively did it because that's what I would do, you know, for myself. So that was that was really sweet. Here's your shout out. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Another thing that makes me feel loved is if you're vulnerable. So, like, mm. if, if you talk and like talk true, because I'm a very, I'm a very talk it out person. I'm a very we can work things out by talking and sharing our feelings and stuff. And I understand that some people are not like that, mm-hmm. and I kind of try to modulate myself accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister just said it's a lie. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I wish you had myself. your microphone. <laughs> Spill the tea, sis. <laughs> oh, she's coming for you, fair gosh. <laughs> I don't envy you. <laughs> wow. Yay. Wow. Well, this is awkward. This is awkward. Like my sister said, I guess I don't modulate as well as I think I modulate. Mm. Right, let's talk that's it love out. too. Telling you the truth. That's love yes. too. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like if people are willing, like even if it's not their thing, mm-hmm. or if they're like, okay, or even if they say, okay, right now I'm not up to it, mm-hmm. let's talk later or something. Yeah. Like, it really means a lot to me that mm-hmm. people are vulnerable about like their hurt and mm-hmm. They talk to me about what's going on instead of like passive aggression. Like I, 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 that's I detest passive aggression. Like I, yeah, it's um, not my. And I might be, and I think I might be a little too confrontational because I'm like, okay, there's something going on. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it instead of like stewing. You know, yeah, let's I talk like about it. And sometimes, stew. like some people want to stew. Yeah, yeah. fact. Like so <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> I think like. like because the the stewing process is, am I making a big deal out of this? And then figuring out, is this even something, like, worth, like, um, yeah, like, did I, <laughs> essentially sorting it out in my head before I bring it to the person, and then start something I don't want to finish. So, <laughs> so the stewing is me, it's like, yeah, um, yeah, anyway. And, th- and that's something I've learned. That's why I'm like, okay, like, you know, if it's not something you want to talk about, Mm. That's fine too. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Not yeah. the one that like I will know that something is bothering you and you say mm. nothing. Yeah. Oh my like, good lord. 
Mm-hmm. My my dear, your mood is cloudy. Everybody can feel <laughs> the tension. Don't yeah, you know, like, that's that's the point. The point. Is so <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, don't worry. One day we'll talk about passive aggression. <laughs> Define yeah. art. Define art of passive aggression. And yeah, something else that came to mind was like when I didn't have a car, like people offering me rides. Woof! Mm. What an act of service. Jesus. Put your <laughs> way. Ah, man. Act of service. That's a big one for me too. All right. Okay. Mm. So yeah, and similarly, like receiving gifts is the last for me because honestly, I, and when you talk, when you said something about like parents, and I, I was like, ah, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all making sense to me now because literally in my house we barely give gifts we'll buy buy things for you like practical things like oh you need a new shoe you don't have shoes because it's not like oh here is a Christmas present here is a birthday present like we almost never get that so Mm -hmm. very true Okay. But then, sorry, so, sorry, but then I think I can also see a situation where you wanted that as a child and didn't get that. And then as an adult, you not mm-hmm. overcompensate, but like that's, you, you do it a lot mm-hmm. because you didn't get that growing up and you wanted it. Yeah. There's something about mirroring what your parents do, but then also there's something, cause I think there's also situations where kids don't get something, but then they know that it's something that they want. So as adults... Mm-hmm. When they have the means, they just they just give gifts just because they always wanted it and never got it, so they just do that as adults. Because mm. growing up, I didn't get gifts, so I'm not. A, I'm, I don't know if that's the reason why I'm not a good gift giver, but I'm not. But I can see a situation where somebody else is, even though they didn't grow up getting gifts. Hmm. I think this is also really interesting, though, because like when you say, for example, get into a relationship with someone who's mm love language is like gift giving Mm. (laughs) then it's like um i guess i have to put all this effort (laughs) into (laughs) giving a gift well the communication then is key because yeah yeah anyway so is there a hierarchy of love for you you know for some people it's i think the for for quite a bit of people it's like familial love then romantic love when I saw this question, I was like, I didn't think, I didn't think that I there was a hierarchy of love for me. But then, I think it would be a lie if I said that there isn't, because I feel like for my brother, like if he want, like I would drop everything for him. I don't know if I would necessarily drop everything for platonic love mm. maybe romantic but no that doesn't no that wait actually let me think that through yeah i don't i think uh i think it depends on what i'm able to give i don't know if there's like eh. ah man because it's hard because family because family it's like because i'm seeing see i'm processing it out loud but family is because honestly the real difference is family has been there since i was mm. born and friends, you know, gathered them along the way. And then some of them been through some hard, you know, tough things with them. And then romantic. That one, let me never speak about that one because I can't even. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't gathered enough <laughs> evidence. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm um, 
But yeah, I think between platonic and familiar, I think it just has to do with like family has been there forever. But I don't what what does hierarchy mean? Like one is more important than the other or I I guess I don't I don't know what she was going with that, but that's how I interpreted the question. Hmm. And I think that's what makes it so difficult for me to yeah, that's hard because I think the friends that I love, I could mm-hmm. like they're almost like family. So I don't yeah. even know if mm-hmm. that's something that can be parsed out. But still, mm-hmm. I can see how like when something involving my brother and my mom comes up, like mm-hmm. like they get first priority. Yeah. Oh, and so in that sense, I guess there there might be some hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this. This is one of those. Like, I don't want to paint a broad. What did they say? A broad, broad stroke. Broad, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. Cause yes, when it comes to like my breath, yeah, it was like I, I, I want to think that I'll you know drop everything and mm-hmm. um, be there or in a romantic sense as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's really it's really difficult for me to say yes there's a hierarchy but i think depending on the situation and who in particular is associated yeah then there might be a priority but i don't know that i would say oh if someone who i platonically had you know had that platonic love for mm-hmm. then i would i wouldn't go to their aid or something i don't yeah. know that's yeah that's difficult I guess, like, maybe, the, like, the level of your sacrifice or the level of your attention or... I don't know, man. Mm. Because, like, I came, I came to this question... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I think getting context for the question is key. Yeah, so I came to this question because um, I think there was... On Twitter, somebody was talking about how, you know, like, when people are in romantic relationships, they abandon mm. their platonic relationships. They kind oh, of, God. you know, ghost their friends <laughs> and yeah. just like pour all their energy into mm, the romantic yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, bruh, even if this is, pla- even though I'm not, I'm not the one giving you orgasms, but I still love you. And, you know, <laughs> this relationship wow. still matters. <laughs> you know? What? Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So that's why the, the wonder, hierarchy. I wonder why that is, though. But that's a different I conversation. Think, but yeah, because I think it, it came. I, somebody else was like, "Oh, I wonder why, why why that is," and I think it's from the like hyping of you know like soulmates mm-hmm. kind of making romantic love the goal yeah. of people's lives. Like, yeah. oh, like if you find someone to love who loves you and like started the whole like you know dream of. Find someone, get married, get, have a family. You know, in Nigeria, we don't have white biggest fences, but maybe it gets a compound with barbed wire on top of mm, broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> broken glass. <laughs> Yo, but you know, yeah. like just that framing, societal framing, that romantic love is the goal. Um, yeah. For me personally, I think. Well, I was going to say that I think that, but I can also see how, because sometimes with friends you have, I don't know, there's no, there are no wrongs. Like after Mm. you become friends, like there's, there's no, Uh, no, there are wrongs though. There are levels to unlock. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because I can see, because romantic relationships, like people are trying, spending time to figure out if they want to get married. 
for some people so this mm-hmm. so it's like you you and the relationship with this person and you're like i have to give them my time 24 7 so that we can figure out if we are going to get married like i don't know if that's also why people like drop every other thing because it's like i'm trying to figure out if i can make a life together with this person and then they forget everything else not not to justify but i'm just trying to understand mm-hmm. why yeah. people do that because anyway sorry go on for me personally it's it's like family because we've been socialized to so like the like family comes first type situation so like if somebody you know i'd easy more easily part with my kidney if my sister needed it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah um so for me but talking about like platonic and romantic i wouldn't place romantic over platonic like not in the beginning stages anyway i'm not for like until it's we're going to be life partners type situation mm. you know and i even want my romantic love to come out of like a deep mm-hmm. like a deep level of platonic love do you understand what i'm saying like a deep yep. friendship mm-hmm. uh, because my friends have literally been my rock and right we talk about like intimacy and and vulnerability and i've gotten all of that from my from my platonic friends and I haven't because I haven't had any romantic love in a while. I don't know if mm-hmm. I've been not get friend zoning anyone right now. Here. Um, um the friend zone does not exist. Okay. It's a it's a construction of people's Good. anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean for some people it's a real place. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> like for some people um, that's real. Whereas for you it's like that's stupid. And I I mean I don't necessarily believe in the friend zone either, but I think for some people Wait, why don't you guys believe in friend zone? I need you guys to unpack this right now. <sighs> so because explain, people explain think yourself. of the friend zone as punishment. <laughs> <laughs> like the categorization wow. of friend zone or how it's like being talked uh-huh. about is like oh mm-hmm. like you're punishing me by putting me in this place. Meanwhile, like I value right. like platonic friendship. I value exactly and and mm-hmm. you are feeling you are feeling like you're feeling resentful of mm-hmm. the fact that I'm not into you. So like let's not be I don't know. I don't know how to solve this. Would you feel the same right? if you were in if it was the reverse though? Like if there was somebody you were interested in romantically and the person was treating you as a friend, would wouldn't would there be some resentment or no? You don't. I don't be, but I think I would. What I would do is that, like, if I had no interest in being your friend, I would just be, like me. I don't believe in exes remaining friends. I don't, like if I'm interested in you romantically, and that's all the mm-hmm. interest I had in having you, I will. I gotcha. will not be your friend. I'll be like, I can't do it. But if I actually value you as a friend, I will. I will remain your friend, and you know. But I won't go gotcha. around saying, "Oh, I, I'm putting the friend," like you know, gotcha. like whining like a little, like a little entitled baby. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we got here because of like hierarchy of love and, and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like friendships have literally been my <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm with. I love my friends a bit. Yeah, I think I think I'm with Ife on this one. Like for me to be the significant other, you have to have been a friend. So the because in the friendship state, like if I was saying like. I've, I've been vulnerable in that space. I, like, you've known me to be me in this space. So I'm not out here trying to put my best foot forward because you've seen the worst of it. Like, tch, 
you know, it is what it is. Um, so I, I'm not a huge fan of the idea that there is this punishment place where, you know, for at least for me, that's not what it is. Um, and I don't think I'll ever tell someone, oh, I can't date you because I only see you as a friend. Like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. I just can't, I, I can't date you because I'm not attracted to you or I just don't see you that way. Not because you're a friend. Yeah. I, there's something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, sorry. I wanted like- to comment about the relationship and friend thing. Okay, so um, I think if we think about this in a mathematical equation type of way, okay, so you have 24 hours in a day. When said person was not in the picture, you and your platonic friend have been, like, say you talk, like, I don't know, three to four hours in the day, and the other 21 hours, like, you're doing other stuff. Then comes this other person who you're now dating, Obviously, I'm not saying that you're going to drop the whole entire platonic friendship, but the reality is there's going to be some give and take in the situation. So mm-hmm. if if you had three hours, now you might have two hours <laughs> because I had this other person who wasn't in the picture before and this mm-hmm. person is now there, like just naturally. So like I said, I don't think people should just like drop their friends, but I think different relationships require different things. And like if anyone was saying, if you're trying to build something with someone, um, you're going to have to invest in it somehow. And so is that investing time? Is that investing resources? Like, like what is, what is that investment? And for a lot of people, that investment comes down to time. So maybe I'm not talking to you for three hours. I have to talk to you for an hour and a half. Doesn't mean that you're any less of a friend. It's just that I'm making an investment into something else too. Mm-hmm. And that's fair enough. Like that's totally understandable where it's your time is finite, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have, there's going to be some reallocation involved, right. but not the one that you would then like essentially <laughs> close your account. So <laughs> migrate, put your, put all your resources to <laughs> this romantic interest yeah. that you yeah. build like I can brand weeks. new mm. Mm, sis so, <laughs> yeah so I think it's like important when when you have romantic love and whatever and it's new and exciting and yeah you have all of these butterflies and stuff mm-hmm. um, yes go on like explore that and, and give your attention to that but don't forget your friends in the process or don't don't dismiss yeah yeah Mm -hmm. don't dismiss them and like carry them along and let them know what's going on like oh this is why i can't do this this time and also be there for them like find a way to manage it so that yeah like it's life man you figure it out yeah but yeah okay so we have passed the 30 minute mark um we're just gonna speed along uh okay what characteristics do you look for friends in romantic look for in romantic partners both the obvious and non-obvious this question let me give you some context about this question um somebody on twitter i believe his handle is house mother i think is his name his name is miles and he's an editor um a, a, a editor at african but he was talking about other than the obvious or oh, kind gen you know kind <laughs> You know, whatever attractive. Like there's, there's people in this world that are not kind. Of. Like, yeah, for know, real. Yeah, yes, true, 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 true. <laughs> but other than the obvious, like, good, this yeah. is a good person quality. Yeah. What, what, what do you look for in romantic partners? And I just wanted to expand that question to be like, okay, what do you look for in friends, romantic partners, both the obvious and non obvious qualities? So, like, even the obvious, like, 
like you were saying. And but not obvious. Hmm. A big one for me is intentionality. Like you have to be intentional and this is both friendship and romantic relationship. You have to be intentional in your pursuit of me and in your um Sis. <laughs> look look out here in these streets. Um <laughs> not playing games. Um yeah, I th- I think intentionality is such a big thing for me because I I I'm one of those people who like you have to get to know right? You can't meet me like three, four times or like over a period of a month and think that like you have me figured out. Like I'm an, like an onion. I have so many layers and it's going to take intentional work for me to feel one comfortable enough to, to share my heart, to share my experiences, to share my light, to share my love. Like it's going to take a lot of work. Um, and so if you, you just think that this is a run on the mill type situation, then I don't like I really don't want like and it's not by force um especially in romantic relationships like there there's so many there's so many girls out there that you can you could choose from but I want to know that you're trying to pursue me like Onyeka not just a girl so you're not just trying to have a girlfriend you're trying to have Onyeka as your girlfriend and I think that's a very like serious situation um so for me i would say my biggest biggest thing and this is something having moved around um and trying to build friendships as an adult has been a really really um key thing for me and i there are people who you know you start to get to know and you're like this person can be my friend because this person isn't intentional about wanting to get to know me mm-hmm. like I see you every Sunday. That's cool. Um, we hang out sometimes. That's cool. But you're not intentional enough to know what do I like to do. Um, and then going back to this acts of service, you know, I like to do X, Y, and Z, but you ain't going to try it because you just don't like it. Nah, I'm out. It's not by force. I'm done. <laughs> this is like my, my little soapbox moment. <laughs> because it's really not by force. <laughs> I know y'all have been writing lately, so maybe maybe that's what's going on. But yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, oof. Man. It's funny because like this question, like I don't sometimes I don't like it's not conscious, it's all subconscious. Like there are people in my life who I love and I wasn't necessarily looking for anything. It just mm. the relationship came to be and I think it very reflect on it it it, I guess it maybe it did come down to intentionality, but um, I think I'm just also drawn to people who, I don't know, I don't know how to say, like, they excite me, they challenge me, they make me think, mm. they, they just have a very conscious view of the world, and um, yeah, they're smart, they're smart people, um, and, you know, they're good people. And I'm also drawn to people who, <laughs> people who are not flaky. That for me mm. is the biggest deterrent. If I smell flakiness, <laughs> <laughs> like I will be out faster than you can blink your eyes. Like I am out. I just, I don't know. It just irks me. It irritates me. It turns me off. People who are flaky. Mm -hmm. Intentionality too, but there's something, 
it's like I like there's something about you I like you're funny you seem nice um so let's try let's hang out more so you know when you get what you said about intentionality is key because there are people you come across like I come across people every day that I like Mm -hmm. but like that relationship typically doesn't go deeper because either you know this person doesn't have time for me i don't have time for them our schedules don't mm-hmm. align we're not being intentional about hanging out we're not being intentional about spending more time because a lot of times like for me i, I you know the more time i spend with somebody the more i get to know them so mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen then uh, the relationship cannot work i'm sorry um, <laughs> but i also look for people who are loyal so it's like it mm. goes back to the flakiness thing i and that's one of the things I I always strive to be is to be loyal to the people I'm friends with, like um and that looks like you do something I'm not going to take that as the <laughs> that's not just going to break the relationship. I'm going to try um I'm going to try to make us figure it out, like so that the relationship doesn't just fall apart just because of something that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I look for that. I look for people who are smart. People who, ah, man, people have to be funny because I don't. Yo, life is too short. Good, it is. <laughs> it's too short to take ourselves seriously twenty four seven. Yeah, people who are diligent, people who are just are exciting and adventurous and have a deep exciting outlook on life um that challenge me um that make that bring i don't know things just make me think about things differently so that's mm-hmm. typically what i look for and like you know as you ladies are talking about earlier about romantic relationships developing out of platonic relationship you know it translates to to people you know that in a future spouse or long-term relationship um And, you know, with that, too, is honesty, like being honest with each other, being. um, Yeah, I think a lot of people I love to are affectionate people. There's none of that, like, detachment. There's none of that coolness. It's we're very we're very visible about, you know, the way we love each other. There's no I'm going to act like I can't look to (laughs) I can't I can't come across to I'm like Nabi. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. I'm going to show you. It's going to be on my sleeve kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are more things that I didn't remember to mention, but that's what I can think of for now. For me, it's kindness, actually. Like, you are. If it's not top, only. If you don't get around. Right. <laughs> but for real. But for real, like, like genuine, like, kindness, like, why like okay maybe i'll say like thoughtfulness you know Mm -hmm. being thoughtful and being like yeah about your actions about your words Mm -hmm. um, just being thoughtful and one of my friends bookie she's like she's easily one of the most thoughtful person i know she's so gracious and she's so you know she like gives so many she, she when i when i'm upset and angry i should be like oh maybe like this is what's happening to this person that they're doing this way and you know she's like so very thoughtful so like yeah thoughtfulness is very is very key to me adventure like a sense of adventure and curiosity is also important to me because me i like to do stuff and i like Mm -hmm. to like explore and i like to learn new things and Mm -hmm. i want to learn new things from you too so i don't want somebody who's just like you know 
so set in their ways and not mm-hmm. willing to expand their, their their thoughts and and lives. So those are very important. Those are two very important things to me. And also like people who are giving of themselves. I don't know how else to say it, but like not and people have different personalities because they're mm-hmm. quiet and closed up. That doesn't mm. they might just be shy and whatever. But like yeah. I'm completely attracted to people who are who seem to be giving up themselves and seem to like want to bring people in. Um, mm. which is weird because I think sometimes I might be like quiet and shy, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, those are, those are things that I look out for in people and we should, we should wrap this up like now-ish with this question. Um, how do you env- envision your relationship with your future spouse or long-term romantic interest and how will such a relationship differ from that of your parents, if at all? If I yeah. didn't you understand the depth of the question you just asked a person. <laughs> God, that was aggressive. <laughs> and my, what I was going to say was not quite aggressive. It was easy. I was pondering on like this question. If this is a reflection of what we mentioned earlier about society's framing of romantic relationship being the the goal, the aspiration. So I was just, I don't know, in my head I was thinking, oh my gosh, do we need to talk about this? But I think that also was, you know, the we other don't. side is I don't. I sh- <laughs> but we can. We can talk about it. But. Yeah. Because I guess the idea is that eventually you will pair off with someone. Maybe. Um, or like, maybe several someones. It doesn't have to be, that's why I said long-term in romantic interest. Mm. I didn't, you know, spouse mm. or long-term romantic interest. And I compare mm. that to, like, I, I use the comparison of that of our parents because, you know, friendships differ, but like romantic relationships are kind of more easily comparable to each other. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I can I can take a stab at this one. Um, Yeka, oh, I I would hope, and kind of like I said earlier, for me, romantic relationships have to stem out of platonic friendships. Um, so I would hope, you know, long term that it would be, you know, a, a platonic friendship that comes with the perks of, you know, the tingling feelings and all that stuff. <laughs> Um, the orgasms. <laughs> I mean, wow. and that listen, let listen, guys. Amen. <laughs> Imagine being an orgasmicless relationship. Yes, no. Get get you yours, okay? Amen. Get you yours. It's our portion in the land of the living. Mm. Um. So yeah, like a, a platonic friendship where it's like, and I say this like this is your person. So like your your go to person for like when you need to distress and unwind and have all the inside jokes that ever liveth. Um for me, like my ideal long term relationship would be a platonic friendship on steroids. Um and how that differs from my parents is right now as an adult, um, in in a long term romantic relationship, um, you know, compromise has to exist for certain things to happen right for you guys to make certain decisions for peace to reign um whereas with my parents now like when i was a child if they say okay do this i might complain but i'll do what they say but now it's just like 
I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm a grown up. Um, so that, that essence of compromising doesn't exist in that situation. Whereas now in a long-term romantic relationship, that is like a core essential part of that. So that's one way I think it'll, it'll be different. Hmm. Uh, man, I want to have fun. Oof. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. One fun. Um, yeah, I want fun, man, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't stop um, till you get enough. <laughs> like, but I, I, you know, I also envision the relationship just, ah, man, an honest relationship. Um, mm-hmm. A relationship where we, ah, man, respect God. We respect mm. each other. We respect our vision. We support each other. We have fun and we have fun and we have fun. Um, yeah. And just like, man, we just, we just dream big together. We just dream big together and man, we just host people. We just, you know, welcome people into our home, you know, showering kindness on them. And having fun. Did I say I want us to have fun? I want us to have fun. <laughs> no. Uh, say it one more time for the people in the back row. <laughs> for the people like, in the back. <laughs> but yeah, just a fun, affectionate, respectful, loving, supportive relationship. And mm-hmm. my dad passed when I was 10, so I can't really speak much to the relationship he and my mom had. But um, the relationships I've seen between some of my aunties and uncles, like, man, sometimes the respect is just not there. And mm. it's just, it's a shame. It's just a big shame. Um, and, um, yeah. Yeah, I think respect is the one big thing and support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's big. I mean support through, you know, the crazy dream the person has, support through whatever that person is making, support through whatever that person is going through. Um Yeah, man. And honoring what you guys have. Please don't come and be bad mouthing the person to me. Mm. I don't yeah, I don't like I don't know how to handle it. I can't make it better for you. So why are you telling me? So, wow. So yeah, so man. Amen. Oh, I envision I envision a very great, wholesome, fulfilling relationship. That is fun. Very fun. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, um I envision a long-term romantic relationship to be like a partnership, a proper, you know, partnership on equal footing. None of this man is the head, woman's neck, personally. That ain't working for me, be. Mm. Um, so I, I like proper partnership and I, I want there to be a, a thoughtful decision-making process in terms of, you know, like, even to, to the small things of, like, chores, you know, like, mm-hmm. I want my partner to be thoughtful about, okay, how are we managing our house? How are, we, how are we managing our finances? How are we raising our children? And not the kind of, like, assumption. I essentially don't want to be the emotional, you know, like, the only one carrying the relationship emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, Yeah. So, like, respect, like, all of the things you guys said, respect and all of that. But also, like, I want your, pr- like, I want your emotional presence. I want mm-hmm. your, 
I want mm. your brain to be there. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. And also, how it would differ from my parents' marriage. Like, my parents' marriage is very traditional, like, the father is the head of the house type situation. And like I said, that's not for me, B. Um, um, and also, it's very kind of, um, it's not, it's not tactically, tac- there's no tactile affection. And I think maybe it's the nature of our, our culture that's like prudish. I don't know if it's prudish. You know, there's so many layers to unpack. But our culture, our, as it was growing up, um, my parents weren't particularly overly physically affectionate mm-hmm. to each other. They called each other pet names. They said, oh, dear, dear. So I guess that's, that's some affection. Um, but like no like hugs or pecks or stuff like that. And then when they now wanted to make us squeamish and uncomfortable, then they'll now do it. They'll now be like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I guess for my own long-term romantic relationship, like I want physical love and like, I want mm. it to be clear to my children mm. or, you know, that's like I'm in love with father mm-hmm. like do you understand like it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's clear that this is and like physical love physical touch and whatever it will be mm-hmm. kind of yeah normalized <laughs> i think i answered that last question wrong but i get what you were asking now <laughs> good. i was just i was just like what's going on <laughs> yeah but what 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 all of y'all said yes mm. Yay! So we've reached the end of the episode. Um, Bye, God. Time has gone by. It has gone by. We haven't done like reading, watching, listening. Do we? Should we do that real quick? Real quick? Real quick? Real quick? Real quick? Okay. Real quick. All right, Yeka. Oh, I am reading two books right now. Shocking. Becoming, and I got that for my birthday. And uh, love, hate, and other filters. Um, so there's two books I'm reading, and then I'm clear, listening becoming to becoming by Michelle Obama's memoir. And then yes, 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 and that one. <laughs> give us, give us a um, little more context. Um, and I'm listening to Cassie J's new album. It's called The Gathering. Um, it is probably right now my best gospel album out there. Uh, a Christian, I say Christian album because it has a mix of gospel, EDM, folk. Like, it's just a really well curated album. So that's what I'm nice. listening mm-hmm. to. Cool. I am reading Angela Davis's um, book, Women, Race, and Class. And Ooh. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a dense read. There's a lot of history in there, but it's just a comprehensive look on the role of the black woman in, during, like throughout the civil rights, sorry, the women's rights uh, movement from slavery to, um, I think she wrote the book in 1981. So um, that's, I think that's where the analysis kind of stops, but it's yeah, it's been a really great book so far. And listening, I've just been listening to a bunch of things all over the place. I don't really have an album or anything picked out to mention. And then watching, what am I watching? I think <laughs> I just finished um, Netflix's um, Sex Education. Um, and that, <laughs> that was quite hilarious. Um, there were 
the, a lot of it was a very refreshing take on sex and high schoolers and the relationships and all the drama that goes on. But there were also quite a few cliches in there that I didn't really care about. Um, mm. Yeah, Jillian. Isn't that you're a goat? That's, she's a tap tap. She's a lion and you're a goat. <laughs> Not even that, that. Like, I just... The, um, the black b- guy... Um, Eric. I've, Eric, yeah, and the bully. I just, we didn't, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. there's just so much in there that's just very stereotypical, and I just didn't care for that. And anyway, so it's, I really love Sorry, it, spoilers. It, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. Um, um, there's a lot in there that I liked and was very refreshing, but it's so funny that given the avant garde, like, approach that they took, they still fell into some, like, cliches along the way which i thought was weird but anyway those are the two things i yeah wanted to share oh well i am i just finished reading fresh water by akweki imizi and it was a lot to read Mm. it was i you know i'm grateful that the book exists and Mm. i'm very I admire the author's like honesty and like you know she poured herself into the book because it's it's kind of autobiographical so it's like yeah. fiction but um so it was just a lot mm. in terms mm-hmm. of even like the writing was kind of like confusing and me I like flowery writing but yeah anyway same <sighs> it was and I had to I had to push through it because I could. Yeah, it took me a while to get through it, but I wanted to get through it. Um, I recently finished watching Big Mouth season Mm. two, Mm. the the most recent season, which is strange for me because I don't like adult animation. Like, I don't like Family Guy. I don't like American Dad. I'd never got into Bob's, but I just, I find it really annoying. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Which is weird because I love I love Big Mouth. I love it so much. So, mm. yeah, if you don't like adult animation, you might like Big Mouth. Mm. And if gotcha. you like adult animation, you probably love Big Mouth. Um, gotcha. Another thing I'm watching is Punisher. Uh, Netflix Punisher. Ooh. Mm. And Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the second mm. season. Which I don't think was as strong as the first, actually. Left mm. me that wanting. So, yeah. All right, homies. Thank you so much for listening to us talk about how we love. I want Mm -hmm. to hear from you too about how you love and what you look for in partners and friendships and and Mm -hmm. how you show love. So talk to us. Um, Yeah. See you guys later. Yay. Welcome, homies. All right. Bye bye. Bye.